1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
2: I Don't
1: Podcast. Yay! It's another week of the I Don't go to Podcast. Yay! 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 I am so excited. So I haven't told you guys this, but I'm actually covering New York Fashion Week, which has been a dream of mine, like a dream of mine forever and ever, never. That's like why I wanted to produce, that's why I produced it. E Mm -hmm. um, was like, cause it was like a fashion focused network. Anyway, so lately I've been like reading up on a lot of fashion articles and I came across this dazed fashion article from dazed fashion. (laughs) I don't know why I just said it like that. this article on dazed fashion and it was titled, let me pull it up. I thought it was so interesting. It was titled. TikTok's personal shoppers are the new frontier in Gen Z style. And so obviously keywords there were TikTok and Gen Z two -hmm. things that I am fascinated by because I'm a dinosaur. And, and then I was also thinking, Lauren, like, remember how you and I are always like, you're always like, does this look good with this? Like, I just thought about how cool it is that Gen these Gen Zers are making it accessible when it comes to styling. When well, yes. we all think of styling, we think of like a celebrity has a stylist and you have to be really rich to, to have that or a personal shopper. And when I've had Taylor Arrear, my stylist at E! For, Who is you amazing. Know, he's the best. I think we should have him on one day. But it is... It is such a gods, it is like the greatest thing in the world to have someone worry about everything. Like what shoe, even down to the garments, like what bra, like you don't have to buy anything and they just tell you what looks good and then you put it on and you feel confident and it's like, it's the best. And it sucks that like the everyday person can't have this. Long story long, now you can, thanks to these Gen Zers that we're going to talk to you today on the podcast that are basically taking over TikTok and, like, offering styling advice or personal styling through their TikTok. Yes. I'm, so, I'm um, going to try yeah.
3: not to ask questions right now or discuss any of my questions because we're going to save them for the experts. But,
0: um, <clears throat> but I should say that we all know that I suck at fashion. Um, I'm actually, like, really good when I, like, have to dress up. You know, like, if I had a red carpet thing or, like, on The Bachelor, I was very good. But, like, my day-to-day, I have no day-to-day fashion Mm. sense. And I really don't give a fuck. Like, I really just don't care. It's like, if I wanted to, I could. But, like, uh. So, we'll see. But also, I wonder. I
1: I have a question for you, Ashley, because obviously there's a lot of people like you and this isn't like an episode for people like you that don't care this is like for people that do care and do want to like look great every day and change their wardrobe but i wonder do you think if you had someone right that would do this for you would you
3: yeah like these cozy pants would look good with this top and make you look good together would you just grab that whole stack of
0: clothes and put that on your body it's be, it's because there's yeah, so I much always work say, involved. I always say that if you pick down my clothes every day, I'm fine okay. with that. But my, my whole thing is like because I just work from home, it like doesn't matter. If I had to go – like when I used to have to like go out more often, I cared more obviously. Like I would like go and like put an outfit on for like whatever I, I cord at iHeart or when – You know, even, like, running around in L.A. is totally different than me doing errands in Rhode Island. Like, I don't need to be cute and hip there. Um, And I I just, yeah, I just don't overall care. But that's because I've always been, like, more of, like, a face person, too. Like, I don't know that I – I don't feel like I'm more cool and presentable because I'm wearing a certain outfit. But that's just, like, why I'm saying this up front is because, like – you guys are definitely going to take the lead on this podcast and that's totally fine. I res- I love I love the way you guys dress and I and if yeah, if you if you handed me outfits. It's okay. I would I would wear it. Yeah. This may
3: be <laughs> that- a podcast for you then because you yeah. would need one of these people to <laughs> hand you an outfit. And I'm not going to actually I'm not going to I'm not going go any further. We're just going to let her in now. We have Sid.
1: All right, guys. We got Sid on the line if you are on tiktok which <laughs> so i don't even know why i said if you're on tiktok i'm so old. Okay. So her her tiktok handle is take out by sid, the name of her business and tiktok account. And basically, Sydney gives anyone in the world access to personal styling and shopping services starting at literally $20. I thought it was so, $30. Well, it could be 30, but it starts at 20, and for about $16, she will personally put together like outfits based on items that you already own, which is I can't wait to ask you about this. And all you have to do is like send her photos of the items that you want styled with like a Pinterest board and a lot, a of lot, of yada, yada, yada. In just over a year, she has gained over 100,000 followers and 1. 1.6 million likes. Um, Sydney, thank you for being here. We're so excited to have you.
4: Thank you for having me. So excited to be here. Okay.
1: So first, like what were you doing before you blew up on TikTok? And then like, how did this idea come to fruition?
4: Okay. So before I started like blowing up on TikTok and before I started takeout, basically, I was um, doing like some retail work. I was working at Foot Locker. I was working at uh, Le Chateau. It's a Canadian brand. Not sure if you know it. Um, And then I'm a competitive hip hop coach. So I was doing that a lot. That's so cool. Yeah. And uh, so then basically like once the pandemic kind of started, I had like a lot of extra time on my hands like all of us did, obviously. And, uh, you know, I was scrolling on TikTok, spending hours on TikTok. And I kind of like got like more into fashion than I was before. I've always been into fashion. Like I've always loved putting together like a cute outfit. But like once I started like really getting into fashion from Pinterest and TikTok and stuff, um, I kind of had like an idea where like, this could be something that I could really turn into like a passion and turn turn into like a business that I can really help a lot of people. Because I was noticing that a lot of people were like, giving fashion tips on TikTok, Mm -hmm. but like people were like always in the comments, they're like, oh, can you style me? Like how much would it be for you to style me? Can you shop for me? Like all this stuff. And I'm like, I could shop for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of how it started.
1: Wow. And so then what was like the first video you posted or the first styling Mm -hmm. thing you did and then explain what you offer now, like what packages and how it all works.
4: So the first uh, thing I post, the first TikTok I posted, was honestly it wasn't that great. It was a little bit of a flop. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, I had like five followers for like a month, and they were all my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to grow on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like it's so difficult to figure out the algorithm. But once I did, the first video that kind of like blew up, that kind of like brought business my way, was I posted a video of um, a client transformation. So this girl was also my friend, but she was um, purchasing packages from me. And I showed, like, what her style was before and a couple pictures that we took um, that I styled her in. So just... And that really, like, um, blew up because like, people saw, like, the before, they saw the after, and they were like, hello, that looks good. And so a lot of people, like, purchased packages and stuff like that. And it also happened um, that the... Day that that TikTok blew up, I also started pushing ads for my business. because mm-hmm. I got my website up like two days before that. And then I started pushing ads. So it got like a lot of exposure. Um, so like I grew really, really quickly. It was kind of difficult for me to keep up in the beginning. Wow. Um, no. Because like that TikTok ended up like I went from like getting like 20 views, 30 views on like three TikToks to like 1.7 million. Wow. That's oh my God. Yeah. That's so, yeah that, was a, that was a little difficult to keep up with, but... I'm very thankful for that. So
3: now that you have all of these customers and clients, do you feel like it's going to be hard for you to start charging more because like you're having such an influx, but you're kind of like your tagline is basically like get styled for $30. So have you thought about like raising yeah. your prices for the demand?
4: Um, honestly, I have a little bit mm-hmm. just because my tagline is um, $30 for the package but that's in Canadian, uh-huh. which is even cheaper in, in American. Oh. So it turns out to be like $26 American or something and $30 Canadian. Sorry. Yeah. So um, I haven't really thought of raising my prices. I think keeping up with the demand, I want to start hiring, uh, hiring more stylists mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to keep up with that because I really don't want to like, just because I'm like getting a lot of business, I don't want to like make it now unaffordable and unattainable for the my target market. Right. If you know what right. I mean, so I want to keep my prices low. Yeah. Is it $30 for one outfit? No, it's $30 for four outfits.
0: Oh, very That's good. great. So how many yeah. requests do you get a day?
4: How many like how many $30 requests? It really depends. It really depends on the day. Like one day I can get like one mm-hmm. and then the next day I can get like twenty. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Something that will always be in fashion in my book, and I don't care if you say it's not, but it is. It is. It's Rothy's. We all know my love for Rothy's. The most comfortable flats in the entire world. The only ones that have like no break-in period. They don't cut up the back of your ankle and um, they don't hurt my bunnies, which is really nice. It's not just flats. They have loafers and sneakers too. And they also have bags. And guys, guess what? They have men's shoes now too, which are nice. intentionally designed with an artisanal level of detail, and it's created with practically zero waste. Uh, Rothy's men's shoes, they're durable, they're washable, they're better for the planet. By the way, the women's shoes are also durable, washable, and better for the planet. They're made from recycled plastic water bottles. That's what a lot of them are made from. That's incredible. Um, And plus, they have done rigorous testing during R&D results that creates the perfect fit wash after wash so you don't have to worry about shrinking and stuff um We forgot to mention sandals,
3: Ash. Rothy's now has sandals, an array of colors. So if you love your flats, your original flats, which I know you probably already got your flats, try out the sandals and you'll be equally as happy. And
0: the washable bags, perfect for summer getaways because you know how when you go to the beach and like you put things in there and then your bag is all gross and soggy, it's really nice to just throw it into the washing machine.
1: I just love that everything's washable because I feel like these days it's so hard to like... Find something that's sustainable, yet fashionable, yet functional. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's always like when you spend a lot of money on like a great fashion piece, it's always like, ugh, I got to take this to the dry cleaners. This is going to cost so much money to clean. You know, you just can't throw it in the wash. What's great about Rothy's, again, for... Whoever you're buying them for, it's just such a great gift to yourself or to someone else, Um, especially that man in your family, if you want to up up his fashion game, Uh, because it is functional. It is something you can throw in the wash. Um, So, And also, the community, like the customers of Rothy's, are all obsessed. Lisa L. says these shoes are like walking on clouds, and Julie A. says no break-in period, no blisters, just pure comfort, which is honestly so rare in a shoe, like... We all know that so many shoes have break-in periods and it's annoying. So guys, step up your summer wardrobe with washable, sustainable, stylish shoes and bags from Rothy's. All you guys have to do is head to rothys.com slash get it and you can find your new warm weather favorites today. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash get it. How can you explain like how your package works exactly? So someone goes to your page and then how does it work?
4: Yeah, so basically, um, all it's all automated through my website, and I have different packages that you can purchase on the website. Um, for example, first I'll talk about the personal styling package. So this is where the client styles their like I style what the client already has. So I make you basically you fill out the order form, you tell me what you like, you can link a Pinterest board, and then after your purchase, you receive instructions on how to submit your pictures, and then you submit your pictures. I put together a visual, and then I send it back to you. So that's this personal styling package includes four outfits. Then there's the personal shopping package. That's the famous package that went viral. Yeah?
0: Oh, no, no, no. You continue. <laughs>
4: okay. Uh, that's the package that went viral. It was uh, $30. And that includes four outfits. So you fill out the order form. Tell me your top size, bottom size, shoe size, Pinterest board, additional comments, colors that you like. And if you don't have a Pinterest board and you don't know what you like, I also have lookbooks on my Instagram that you can like choose from that you can list in the order form. Um, So that I put together four outfits. I shop for them, put the links in the bot in the, in the document. And then I put together the pictures, make a visual arrangement and send that to you. Then I have the works, Mm -hmm. which is like the all-inclusive package, basically for people who want like a little more guidance or don't really know what they're looking for. um, It happens over a 45 minute zoom call. And that's when we kind of like do like a style assessment. Um, I put together a ton of clothes for you. And then I make three categories of outfits: so new outfits, uh, hybrid outfits, and then already owned outfits. So I style the clothes that you have. Also, sick. How much is that? That one is uh, forty dollars. What? That's so crazy. Yeah, that's a bargain. I need Get you to style us. me
1: ASAP. <laughs> I I got you. I love what you're doing because this isn't accessible to the average person. Like back, and I I don't think. Do you realize, like, how groundbreaking and, like, how much of a pioneer you are in this? Because to become a stylist is, like, back in the day or before, I think, TikTok is completely different. Um, Yeah. So, you're sort of, you're, you're like, creating a new lane, you know, for people that, like, want a style. Is it just you doing this? Are you the only person?
4: The only one that I know...
1: No, I'm sorry. For Takeout by Sid, is it just you putting everything together for
4: everyone? Um, it right now, yes. Wow. Um, I did have another stylist working with me, but now she works another job. Um, I am planning on expanding and getting more stylists to work with me mm-hmm. um, because that's what would help me really keep my prices mm-hmm. down and keep it affordable, and that's what I want mm-hmm. for people. Yeah. So yeah, right now it is just me doing all the wow. styling. Wow.
0: What about uh, budget and affordability? Like, do you, the clients give you the amount that they want to spend per outfit?
4: Yeah, that's uh that's how it works. Basically like on the order form, you have you can list a budget. So if you don't list a budget, no problem. I will be like kind of reasonable. I'll try my best. Um but yeah, the minimum is 250 just because
0: I put together four outfits. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Sure. So 450 so, for two out for four outfits. 250 for four that's outfits. That's pretty lowest. good. Yeah, but that's pretty yeah. good because yeah. yeah. that's four like because I'm assuming you're getting a lot of articles of clothing through that. Like a good like six to seven, right? Oh, sometimes even more. Cause sometimes it's like
4: four different pants. It depends it, it really depends like where what kind of style they have, where I can shop for that. Mm-hmm. So like usually it's like four different pants, four different tops, sometimes a couple sweaters, then like jewelry mm-hmm. bags, a couple of And I'm assuming a lot of
1: them are sort of like reusable pieces, right? Like a pair of pants that so you can style a bunch of different ways, not just like you know, one leather pant that's only going to go
4: with like a certain outfit, yeah. right? When yeah, well, it, it depends on what the client wants. Right. Sometimes I have people telling me that they have a lot of basics and they want to get mm-hmm. become more experimental with their fashion. Definitely. At that point, yeah. I <laughs> at that point I won't really focus on like reusing things, but then like I'll try to get more unique pieces. But then. I have a lot of a lot of clients telling me like they need things that go with everything because mm-hmm. they have a lot of statement pieces. They right. don't know how to style right. them and they need like basics. And then that's when I'll make sure that things can work with a few different outfits. So many questions yeah. for you. I really so quick,
1: really <laughs> quick, based off what you just said, do you think it's important for people to skew more towards uh, um, accumulating basics in their closet? Because I think I have a lot of friends that have a lot of color and statement pieces, but I think those get tired really quickly, right? Like, if you have, like, a crazy pattern pant that's really awesome, I feel like because of Instagram and social media, the lifespan of that pant isn't as long as I think we'd like it to mm-hmm. be anymore. It's, a, it's like once you take a photo in it, people really don't like wearing it again. Unfortunately, which is terrible for the environment. Great for your fashion style yeah. sense, but... Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's really difficult because, like, with TikTok... The fashion trend cycle has like sped up exponentially. Wow. Like things are going viral on TikTok, and then like, like for example, the House of Sunny dress, the yeah. green one. Yeah. yeah, you
0: guys all know that. Lauren sent it Went to me, viral. and I go,
4: "Don't get this. It's out." I can't, of stu- be- I remember? can't
3: believe how fast things are going through. <laughs> like I bought, I was thinking about getting it, and then two days later, it was c- considered chewy. Like I can't believe so... I can't get on top of it. And also those like the the two tone like kind of, like, quilty pants, you know what I'm talking about? They're, like, a (laughs) block pattern. Like, those aren't cool anymore, and that was cool last week. It's very hard to keep up. But, yeah, it's really really difficult. Sid, what are your thoughts? I mean, this is a little
1: deeper, but what are your thoughts on fast fashion? Because I don't... I, I, I feel that it probably fuels a lot of your business, and you're able to make dress people in an affordable way, but then, you know, then there's, like, the environment and the fact that, like, people... Like, what are you doing to make sure people are reusing and wearing these things again? Right.
4: Yeah. Um, well, basically, I fast fashion is awful. I think we can all agree on that. But one thing that I did see someone post, and I really agree with it, is don't blame the consumer for consuming fast fashion, blame the company. Mm, I like that. You can't, if they're making things affordable. And that's what's affordable to people. That's what's accessible. Right. You can't blame people for right. getting, wanting to look, everyone wants to look good. Not everyone can afford to shop at all these like t- small brands right. that charge like $100 for a shirt. Right. Mm-hmm. Or
1: 500 so, for like a knit sweater. Like we, we don't have that sort of contemporary, like mid mid Exactly. Yeah.
4: Like, exactly. That being said, like I'm not like w- my job, I'm not like a consumer, but I'm also not the supplier. So I feel like I do kind of have a responsibility yeah. to shop As sustainably as possible for my clients, Um, I try not to shop a lot on fast fashion. But obviously, I end up—I have to because, like, my whole thing is affordability. I don't want to go and like shop like Gen Z man. Gen Z saving the world. How old are you? You're 21. I'm
3: 21. Yeah. Gen Z is so so fucking all about. um, Gen Z is all about thrifting items. Do you ever recommend to your clients to try and thrift like a T-shirt or something, or buy vintage?
4: Yeah, like honestly, like I. This is going to be like a little bit of an unpopular opinion, okay. but I don't worry. <laughs> I don't love referring my clients to like like popular Depop sellers. Totally. What's a deep, what's I, a Depop seller? Is that like th- thread up? It, it kind of Depop is like um, it's a marketplace for vintage and thrifted clothes. So like, there's a lot of Depop sellers that will go to vin- like uh, to um, to thrift stores. And like buy up like four hundred dollars worth of affordable clothes. And then jack up the price. Jack up the price like ten times yeah. and then sell it for a But they yeah. will let me
1: let me just caveat, they will like fix items too, right? Like they'll add a oh. button, they'll clean it, you know what I mean? They'll sort of like oh, of it's course. like you're renovating like a vintage piece. So you're also paying love, for that.
4: Yeah. I love vintage renewal shops. That I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like transforming pieces, making them vintage, so you don't have to like go on Urban Outfitters and pay like a hundred dollars for a vintage renewal sweater. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I follow but, two yeah. two YouTubers Urban loves- that do that. Urban loves a vintage renewal, right? Like oh, they, love, they love it. But like, I'm not going to pay like $100 for a sweater. I can go to the thrift store and buy for 10 Exactly.
1: Yeah, it's like all stuff from Goodwill that you can make look really cool if you put in a little work. Um, back, I just want to backtrack real quick because I did have a question. Mm-hmm. When, when people are uploading pictures of their own closet, right? And you're basing mm-hmm. an outfit over stuff that they already own. How, like, how does that work? Do I, would I have to send you a picture of my entire closet? Like, how does that work?
4: Well, it, it depends. Like some clients want, like do send me pictures, like individual pictures. I get like a hundred pictures of everything they have in their closet and I'll make, yeah. And I'll make profits out of that. It, that does take a lot more time, but it is what I offer. And I, um, I do search for like the cooler, um, things that they wouldn't usually put together Mm -hmm. just so that they can get the most out of the package. It's not going to be like a basic outfit that they can make themselves. It's going to be something cool. Um, but then I do get sometimes just people sending me like, five or six pieces that they're like, I don't know how to style this. Please help me. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, like I can't, sometimes I can't put those pieces together. So I'll put them on the document and then give them links to other pieces that they can combine with that. Yeah. So I like, that's that. kind of like what they want when they need like, to know how to use that stuff in their wardrobe, not just like put outfits together in their
0: wardrobe.
3: I can't tell you the amount of people that I personally have turned on to <laughs> in my chair. I'm not taking credit for Nutraful, but I do think it is a, magical supplement that you can take for anyone who's feeling
0: like they're losing their hair. Yeah. And it's not just for women guys. I know that we talk, you know, we're talking mostly women here, um, but it's 80 million men and women in the U S that are experiencing hair thinning. And so many people don't talk about it, which can mean that going through it is scary and stressful and it adds to the problem. It seriously adds to the problem. Um, But now you can take control of that and get thicker fuller, healthier hair in just the next few months. And that's with Nutrivol. And, that, and it's a supplement that is all natural. There's no drugs in it. Which
1: is what I like. And on top of thicker, stronger hair without laser or chemicals, like all those drugs, um, their ingredients can also help you get a handle on better sleep, which is kind of insane. Um, a better handle on stress responses also helps your skin nails and libido. So, I mean, this is like a one and done, guys. This thing's like magic.
3: Absolutely. If you're feeling any kind of stress about hair loss, I urge you guys to try Nutraful and let us know about your hair growth experience. You have nothing left to lose. Visit Nutraful.com and take their hair wellness quiz for a customized product recommendation that puts the power to grow thicker, stronger hair
0: back into your hands so you get a little bit of control over that hair loss and now you guys can grow thicker healthier hair and support our show by going to nutriful.com and using the promo code getit to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is the best offer available anywhere and it's the it's only available to US customers for a limited time. Plus you're going to get free shipping on every order. So get $15 off at nutriful.com. That is nutrafol dot com promo code get it for hair as strong as you are. Okay, so somebody who's like very much a millennial, um, and uh, a chuggy. As she doesn't like know what D was, so we already know <clears throat> that coming yeah, in here. So I'm a chuggy. <laughs> so, um, my Lord. question to you, as a 21 year old stylist, is like. <laughs> For someone like me, w- what are a few basics, like modern basics, that I should definitely invest in? Okay,
4: definitely a pair of like good straight leg slouchy baggy jeans. Um, I feel like I'm not. I'm not saying this is you, but a lot of millennials are like attached
0: to skinny I'm jeans. Not and atta- I'm not attached. Actually, like a- I we've talked about this before so glad that skinnies are out in my opinion. They've never been something that I found flattering or comfortable. I just
3: want to say one thing before we continue on is that we have a Facebook group where we have a lot of our listeners commenting and almost once a week we have a whole thread of people being like, I don't understand this new pant trend. I can't get rid of my skinny jeans. I look like a box. I don't know. So I guess (laughs) in addition to her question, how do you style the baggy jeans to not look like a box as an older, like
4: 30 to 40 year old? But continue with the
1: staples. Yes. Continue with the staples (laughs) and, and brands that you like and where we can find yeah, them. Yeah.
4: yeah. So personally, like a lot of my basics, like I love baggy jeans and what I like to style that with is like an oversized teeth. Mm-hmm. But what you want to do, a little trick is you, what you want to do when you're to not look like a box mm-hmm. while you're having those baggy jeans is to look for something longer and not bigger. Mm-hmm. That's because like the bigger is going to make you look like a box. It's
1: going to make you look You're white. talking about the shirt or but, the jean?
4: The shirt, the shirt. So you want a long
1: shirt, not like a wide, big T. Gotcha. Exactly. Got you. That's what you want because the wide will make you look, it'll make you look like a box, which is what you're okay. saying. Like, that's an issue. And what so are like, your go-to places for those types of jeans?
4: For those types of jeans, um, Zara has really good ones. I love how you say um, Zara. <laughs> yeah. Zara, like, my favorite jeans from Zara that, like, are perfect for this is, like, the mid-rise uh, straight leg jean mid-rise line. Um, i know mid-rise kind of scares a lot of people but it's really not that mid-rise it's like you can it's kind of high rise okay. but like it's the the best jean personally i think it gives like such a nice feel without like making you look like like making your legs look like balloons because right. sometimes jeans can do right. that but this one just like a little bit of bagginess at the shoe yes and that's what we yes
1: want. and do you so do you buy this jean in your typical size or do you go a size up
4: to make it baggier, or well, like it depends, because like I like a few people have bought this and they've told me like, oh, I had to size up, and then a few people have told me like, oh, the sizing was perfect. Right. Zara's kind of so... Zara's jeans
1: are a little a little off. I feel like with sizing, they are, yeah, yeah, yeah. they it's, are,
4: cool. they are. Interesting. Um, I
3: would say I personally just out there listening, guys. I bought three <laughs> pairs of the BDG Urban Outfitters like kind of wide leg pants. I got them in black. Like khaki and jean, and that's all I wore on vacation. Just cycled them through, and you can just wear like a cute little tight top too if you're if you're concerned about the boxiness.
1: I
4: love BDG. Yeah. Yeah. What brand. about?
0: That's what I was gonna say. They're they're amazing.
4: Their stuff is really great. So nice.
0: What kind of shoes should I wear every day?
4: Um, I'm gonna might get hate for this, but Air Forces yeah. go with everything. Yeah. yeah, I'm wearing them right now. They literally go with everything. Um, and the Jordan
1: one, I feel like it's also coming. Back mm-hmm. into style, but mm-hmm. what um do you think? I I believe everyone should own a pair of white sneakers. Do you think that that's so like last year, so last decade, and we're sort of going? At, I think I think yeah, right. Like that's always going to be a staple. Oh, yeah, no,
4: white sneakers go with absolutely everything. Like I don't care what people say. Like Air Forces. Oh my gosh, she's so basic. Like no, no, Air Forces are amazing, yeah. and I love them. <laughs> if you feel like too basic. Go for like a Reebok Club C. Um, if you still feel like that's too basic, go for a Converse because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. people don't rip on Converse's. They rip on Air Force One. Sure. So you're safe with that. Okay. Yeah. Have you, ever, okay. have you ever had
3: a client that you're, that they're paying $30 to be styled or $40 to be styled and, but their budget is like a designer, like crazy yes. astronomical prices. Yeah.
4: That's fun. Yeah, I have. I, it, you know what it is, but it's not because like, I do try to like use as much of the budget to like make their stuff designer mm-hmm. but at the same time I'm using I'm making four outfits so I'm trying not to like spend like seven hundred dollars on a shirt mm-hmm. because For of real. that like it's only four outfits So like sometimes I do get people being like oh my budget is three thousand dollars like I don't, like, I usually email them back being like, do you want to purchase another package to fill out that $3,000? Or do you want that only on four outfits? Like, I like to clarify with that Mm -hmm. because sometimes they think that they're getting like an unlimited amount of outfits with like how many other clothes I can use with their budget. What's What's your bandwidth?
1: How long does it take you to do these packages? So for example, if I have... I, actually this is a great question i have a baby shower i'm going to like what do i wear mm-hmm. to a baby shower yes Naz, because, that
3: like, is the question
1: like, I, I i'm sorry i'm just gonna make this about me i <laughs> like <laughs> i don't wear sundresses really i like feeling like a girl i just don't have those pieces in my closet Naz, so like i don't want to go quest,
3: my question wait, that i wrote down is this i go wait, when really? i get dressed up i don't want to wear a sundress i want to wear a baggy shirt like right. what do i do right yes. I found at Zara yesterday, this
1: monochromatic, cool green sort of, it's like, you know, like that blouse with the buttons that you can like, I feel like it's very trendy to like not button like the last three show a little midriff Mm -hmm. there. And then the same color green, like pants, you know, that are like mesh. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like I could dress this up or down with sneakers, but what the fuck do you wear to a baby shower as a
4: millennial? (laughs) Honestly, like what I would say, you don't want to wear like a sundress. First of all, I don't know if this is your vibe, but a midi dress, those are super cute. And like, they're not like, I don't feel like my butt's going to fall out. Is that out.
1: appropriate?
4: Like, is that, do you know what I mean? Well, i not.
3: I don't know. I,
1: mean, I guess, guess it's is like yeah. beyond it be like the loser. knees, right? It's between your knees yeah, and your Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I thought you said dress, mini. A midi.
0: midi. Yes. Oh, yes. no.
4: No, no, no. Midi. Okay.
1: Yeah. And yeah. midi, is this midi dress super tight? See, I also, I'm, I skew more masculine. So I like like flowy mm-hmm. clothes, you know? And I think that's where I yeah. got tripped up you know what I mean? Because all that stuff's go, tight.
4: Yeah. If you want to go with something, something more like a little bit casual, a little bit more like androgynous, yeah. I would love to see you in like a black kind of loose midi dress, Doc Martens, mm. and then like a tight white tee underneath. Yeah. I think that yeah. might be really cute. That is really And then if cute. you want it, yeah. Like if you want it, you can put like a loose satin button up on top yeah. If you want to like, if you don't want to be like super exposed. Yeah. Layer. I like that. Oh, I love that. That's great. What, um, we, this leads me into a great
1: question, which like, I don't want to ask it and I don't know how to ask it. But like, for example, I, because I, because I really don't like ageism. Like, I think everyone should be able to wear everything, but I don't know. And there's no like monolith. It's not like one Gen Z's opinion is all of Gen Z's opinion. Right. <laughs> like same with anyone, yeah. but like, yeah. do I think with these recent sort of like, this is out, like Gen Z sort of like come for millennials in a way where it's like skinny jeans are out. Like you need to have a middle part, which like, thank God I was like never into those things anyway. But, but you you were never into a side part. I was never really in, I mean, I haven't been for a while, I guess is what I'm saying. Not that it matters. It's like, whatever, everyone's beautiful. I guess I just don't know how to ask, like, are there certain things that like... I shouldn't be wearing? I don't know. I, that was my question.
0: <laughs> I was like, what should I definitely get rid of from the closet?
1: Ooh, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. And is there something that's, like, too young, you know? Like, where it's like, am I reaching this age now that As I'm 31? a year old like,
0: and be honest. Yeah, like, I'm a decade think, older than you. When, am do I you gonna- when do you think we should stop wearing crop tops? Because, like, I... I think, okay, so this is what I've decided as a 33 year old. I'm like, okay, I can't do like the bra top as a top anymore, but I can, I think I can almost do the crop top until I'm 40. Yeah, that's, it's a tough thing because like
4: I think there's a difference between crop tops that are tight and crop tops that are loose. Mm-hmm. I think as you get older, I don't like seeing the loose, like really loose, super crop top on like the old, like, The
5: older people. Yeah. But I thought thought she was going
0: to say the opposite. The loose loose seems
3: younger and hipper to me. Like, I see a loose crop top being worn with baggy jeans and Air Force Ones, which is like more of a Gen Z look. I hate to keep using these terms, honestly, because everyone's like different, but. I can I can see like you can also see your bra almost with what the do you loose... guys mean by
1: a loose crop top? Is that like a tee that's been cut? Yeah, that's yeah. sort of yeah. like is that what you're referring? I just want to paint the picture since it's a yeah. podcast for people to like understand. And then yeah,
4: it, sorry, like like a loose crop top that like it's like you took a longer shirt, like you went to the thrift store, took a shirt, cropped it, now it's like super crop. You can if you lift your arms, you see your entire bra. Yeah. So you think that's that that is in, but that's something that we shouldn't be wearing. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think that's in anymore. Like I'm starting to see a little bit of chuginess with you, that. You, what is
1: chuggy according to like a Gen Z stylo- <laughs> stylist on TikTok? To you, what
0: is chuggy? Well, besides the, you know, the skinnies.
4: chuggy is like something that used to be super, super in, but now it's been so overdone and like thrown in your face that it's like, you're sick of seeing it. And it just like, you realize now you've come out of the hype and out of the, the when it was like at its trend peak, and now you're like, what is that? Why did we all wear that? Can you yeah. give That's us examples like, of things that
1: you believe are chuggy? Okay, the color turquoise is chuggy. Shit. Like,
0: yes. Like you're, you're so Ashley. Right. So right. Ashley, Ashley. I just thought, I think of you when I think my whole paradise <laughs> experience is turquoise, and I love turquoise in a tropical environment. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> it's okay no
1: like first okay, of all you I'm, can be chuggy and proud like the, yes. no one's looking down like you can own this like it doesn't matter
3: this is for people who like want to be up with the trends we're not like shaming anyone who doesn't care about that right but this or can't afford yeah. to because it is expensive to keep up with trends it, too. absolutely it, absolutely my bank account would be so much different if i didn't
6: try you can host the best backyard barbecue
3: So I was away this week and I was like, you know, I sit at home all day and I'm on TikTok and I'm like playing my outfits in my head, but I don't like go out. I don't see very many people. So I have my outfits. I have my cool BD jeans and then mm-hmm. I have my cool tops and whatever and all of my layered gold necklaces and I go out and I look like everyone else and I really didn't anticipate this. So mm-hmm. how can we like slightly update the outfits that everyone has. Lauren, I love that you asked that
1: question because I think that's why I haven't leaned in, to be honest with you, Sid, into Air Force Ones and other things like that mm-hmm. because I I don't want to look like every girl on Instagram. But it's tough, right? Because like one influencer wears something and then everyone's like, oh, that looks good. I want to wear it. So how yeah, can... Like, I guess I'm- Lauren's question is, how can we make it more personal and like unique to yeah. just Lauren or Naz's style?
4: Yeah, um, what I've been doing more recently, like once I found what my, like once I found fashion and I like became a stylist, what I realized is for me, I stopped following the big trends Mm -hmm. that like I see on TikTok because I feel like once I see something, like once I see someone post like, this is what you're gonna wear this summer. Yeah. I'm like, okay, 400,000 people saw that. 400,000 people are gonna be wearing that. I don't wanna wear that. Mm -hmm. I wear what I like. I spend my time shopping and I see something, I'm like, do I like this because I think it would look good on me and I think I would look confident in it? Or do I like it because someone told me on TikTok that this is what to wear? Very good. Right.
3: Right.
4: I love it. Yeah. I, um... yeah. So like also something that like people, uh, like, I, I think that like is helping people is finding more unique patterns, mm-hmm. like going on more small business websites and finding those types of patterns. Right. That's what you want to stick with. Less Zara. The Zara patterns are right like
1: everyone's wearing Zara that's so true everyone um
4: there is what what
1: are your what do you think we're going to be seeing for fall because we're entering September so what are the fall trends that you're seeing I think one that I'm really into right now is I'm looking I have a lot of cowboy boots but I don't have cowboy boots that go up right under the knee that are Mm -hmm. sort of loose and chunky and I'm seeing a lot of influencers wear like blazers with like a mini skirt white tank and then like the the cowboy boot which I'm so excited for because I love western style is that something yeah. that you see happening for fall? And what else do you see for fall?
4: The cowboy boots have been in for a while, but we haven't seen them with fall, fall fashion, fashion, which I think exactly. is really, I'm really excited for. We've seen it with like loud, loud patterns, but I think like cowboy boots with like a black mini skirt, and then like, for example, let's say like um, a white button up t-shirt have just like a couple buttons done, the rest loose. I think that's really cute, and then like a blazer on top. Mm-hmm. I think that's super super cute. Mm-hmm. Um, like layering is really really in for fall. It's no surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, what we what we saw last year was like crewnecks with like a collar, yeah, like poking yeah, yeah. out. Oh yeah, got a couple of those. And They're I feel warm. like this. Yeah, I feel like now yeah. like with a tennis skirt, not gonna, it's a little chug. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the tennis now, skirts out. Sid,
1: what do we think? I saw that it, everywhere last year.
4: It is out. It, yeah. It's out. But I feel like you can make it really, really cool if you try it. Like make it like editorial with like some weird pieces. Like you can make like a weird outfit with a tennis skirt that looks cool, but like if everyone's gonna wear it with like a tiny tank top or like a crew neck with like a collar peeking out, yeah. it's overdone already. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen, it. it's nothing new. I love it. Um, Whenever
3: I try on a tennis skirt, like the pleated tennis skirt, I yeah, hate that's, my the, life. One. that's I the one. That's the one we're it. talking
1: about. Every that was so in. I never got it. I'm like um, a
3: school uniform. I'm too thick yes. for that. Yes, yeah. exactly. Ashley. like,
1: but all white. Everyone was wearing that with like a sort of like this college like crew neck sweater and like a white collar underneath that was like the style Mm -hmm. I feel like last year um Mm -hmm. Sid oh my god this has been so fun we have one or two more questions for you before we let you go because you're a busy woman um (laughs) who what is your fashion inspo and what are your thoughts on 90s fashion my fashion
4: inspo I'd say no one there's no celebrity that really like depicts my style the closest one i'd say would be bella hadid
1: okay
4: mm-hmm. um, I like it like the no single other girl a lot ever, of hip-hop but, like,
1: influence which makes sense because you
4: like work in hip-hop and stuff too i feel exactly. like yeah yeah, yeah yeah zendaya too super cool like i love baggy everything baggy i love that mm-hmm. and then like wearing tight clothes for like events and stuff Mm -hmm. like like dressing up like I feel like that like having that like difference is really cool Mm -hmm. um but I'd say like my style is like a like a hybrid between like streetwear preppy y2k and um like business casual okay like that's like my thing love it can I Um, ask
3: one question um I was at the airport yesterday and I saw two girls who looked like they were 18 they had I think it was, like, vintage Balenciaga bags, like the ones we all saw in 2005. Are those, like, back in? You know, like, Mary-Kate and Ashley had those huge oversized bags. Um, Naz, you don't understand what I'm saying? I? I, I think I, I know, know what you're not. talking about. <laughs> yeah, like those, I like, little or, bowling bags kind of. What's the silhouette of the bag? Is it, like... I think it was a Balenciaga motorcycle bag. Balenciaga what, what's the question? Like what
1: to wear to the airport? But no, I, I, no. my
3: question is, per, I guess, trends and purses. Oh, oh, my
1: God. You know who made bags like this? <laughs> yes, I know yes, what you're talking yes, about. Yes. yes. You know who made bags like that that I had? Was it Kathy Jean? Was that the name of it? Do you guys remember that brand? I don't
3: remember. But I just wanted to know if these 2005 bags were coming back around and if I should be
4: worried about it.
0: Be worried about it? <laughs> oh,
4: my God. No. I, I like that. I haven't seen that anywhere, okay. but low-key, like... It's pretty cool. I think it's, like, I wouldn't wear it, like, on, like, like this, like, Mm -hmm. on my elbow. I don't think I'd wear it on my elbow. um, And just that. I think I would wear it more with, like, the strap and have the strap over my shoulder and have the bag, like, hang down a little more. I think that's really cool. Like, I've seen Marc Jacobs do, like, the tote bag. I don't know if you guys have seen that. That is really cool. I I really like that. I haven't. Um, yeah because i think we were in such
3: a small bag trend where it was just like for your lipstick it was just just for yourself guys. and i thought maybe we'd lean a completely different direction for fall and do oversized or something because i saw these girls with the oversized
4: bag but anyway. yeah i'm seeing that I, yeah i think that's really cool like with the big strap i think that looks really nice yeah. i love it
0: well, i have one more you talked about how mm-hmm. it's like y2k fashion so uh, is 90s fashion done
4: no, I love 90s fashion. <laughs> 90s, like, model off-duty, like, Jennifer Aniston, so cool and will always be cool. Like, mm-hmm. maybe not the neon colors as much mm-hmm. in the 90s and, like, the weird patterns, but, like, just that, like, really basic outfit that, like, yeah. everyone... I don't know. Just that's like, It's is just really very
1: cool. effortless, I feel like. Yeah. 90s style. Very, very comfortable, which is why I think it'll always be in. For sure. Um, yeah. For sure. So cool. Sid, well, where can people find you if they want your styling services?
4: Um, go to my Instagram, take up by Sid, my TikTok, take up by Sid, or if you want to purchase a package, www.takeupbysid.com. And Sid, S-Y-D. S-Y-D. Yes. yes.
1: You're amazing. I can't wait to buy one of your packages. I know.
3: I'm like thinking I'm about excited. items I want to send to you. Okay. Well, okay. Thank, you <laughs> thank, so you. So okay. thank you so much. So helpful. Thank you so much, guys. Bye, Sid. Goodbye, bye. Bye. Everything.
1: Thanks. Ugh. So what a what a wealth of knowledge. Right, guys. Well we're talking to the youths. It's like we're just trying to just keep up with the times. And now we are joined by Hunter Tor, who I think you're I think you're muted, Hunter.
5: Yes, sorry. Hello. Oh Oh, my god,
1: amazing. Wow. Love your face. I'm Ashley.
3: (laughs) I'm Naz. Naz. I'm Lauren. Lauren. My fiance's name is Hunter. He'll (laughs) love this episode.
1: Hunter, how are you? And tell us sort of like, maybe go back to the beginning of like, I know I know that you're in between LA and Massachusetts and you work mainly in theater, right? Mm-hmm. And like costumes and you just have a great eye for color. And then one day you posted a video giving advice on TikTok and that's sort of where everything started. Is that right?
5: Uh, d- just about. Yeah. So I'm yeah, as you said, I am a student, and I bounce back and forth between New York, Los Angeles, and Massachusetts. I'm originally from Massachusetts. Woo um, woo. Yeah. So, I originally started on TikTok just for fun, like it all starts. And I was posting a lot of theater content. And funnily enough, I one day posted a video of me uh, styling different outfits out of I think it was curtains. And then <laughs> that's, it- that's so, Sound of Music. Oh, yeah, very, sound
0: of music. <laughs>
5: very. It was very much one of those moments, and then it blew up right middle. I was like, "Oh, people like this." So I kept rolling yeah. with it, and then as time right. went on, people kept being like, "Oh, we love your outfit styles. We love your choices, and we kind of want to know more, like about how you style." And so then I made a video about saying basically, "Hi, like I'll help you style anything. I'll do it for free. I just I do it for the joy of it," and I got so many dms and duets and it was a really awesome awesome experience and so uh since then i'd slowed down a little bit because i took a break from tiktok for a while but i'm back again Mm. and it's been it's been a really fun and enjoyable experience
1: why did you take a break
5: i needed it for my mental health i was uh, yeah in the middle of a show uh and on top of that i was in school and the pandemic and i was helping out with things at home And it just became very overwhelming for me to maintain everything going on. So
1: Mm -hmm.
5: TikTok was one of the first things to go. And I've slowly been getting back into it. And I've been really happy about it because I've kind of found that love for it again. So I was really happy I took that break.
1: That's really healthy that you did that and that you acknowledged that. And I'm glad you brought that up because what's interesting about your TikTok page is that you, and correct me if I'm wrong, you actually don't want to be a stylist. Is that right still?
6: (gasps) No,
5: I mean, I mean, if the opportunity comes, I'm not going to <laughs> deny it. But...
1: Yeah, Tim Gunn's calling. <laughs> yeah,
5: exactly. Uh, but for me, no, I don't necessarily want to be a stylist. I want to be an actor for anything, but mm-hmm. it's more I do it for the joy of it, and I do it for the fun of being able to express this side of myself that I don't really get to in everyday life.
1: So what are people asking you? Because people are still asking you for fashion advice. You're not technically a stylist. So what what sort of services and quotations are you offering on TikTok when it comes to fashion? And what are the questions that people are most
5: asking you? So people get very specific. They'll say things like, how do I style a eight inch mini skirt with polka dots and stripes going through the middle. And I'm like, wow, that is so <laughs> oh specific. <my> God. <laughs> so, no,
1: but that's like, that's a, that's a problem.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Um, but they also will ask things like, here's my entire closet. What colors go together? What tops do you think? So it depends on what the person sends me. If they send me a video of their whole wardrobe, I'll say, Oh, I like this piece. And this piece would go very well with that. Like that green top would go really nice with those white pants. And like, maybe that blouse with those high-waisted pants, or that dress with these shoes. So that happens. And then if someone sends me a very like specific article of clothing, I ask usually what they have, what styles and silhouettes make them feel comfortable. And then I will spitball with them about ideas I think they would also look good in.
3: Do you respond to these like privately or are they all like for everyone to enjoy on TikTok?
5: It depends. Most of them privately because... A lot of people end up just DMing me on Instagram. I also... Right. I'm very fortunate to have a lot of my followers be a part of um, the LGBTQIA plus community. And Yay. a lot of them aren't as comfortable because a lot of questions I get are, are transgender um, community members who wow. are trying to talk about coming out of the closet and being gender fluid and expressive in that way. So it's a mm-hmm. lot of private things for that. And I completely respect their privacy. If they make a video, then that's obviously way more public. Cool. And I will... If someone asks me things directly or I'll get, like, Mm -hmm. a ton of comments about one styling, I'll make a video on that. But a lot of it is done in private.
1: What I love about you, Hunter, or what I love about your page, because I actually don't spend a lot of time on TikTok. I'm, like, an elder millennial now. (laughs) Um, Well, I love when you say, have a Huntastic day. But I also (laughs) love that you really push the boundaries of clothing and, like, gender norms. And I my style like i like to be really girly sometimes and like lean into that but that's very rare yeah and so i like to like wear a lot like when i go in zara sometimes i go in the men's section and i like wearing a lot of men's clothes so can you talk about um sort of are you seeing that i don't want to call it a trend but are you seeing gender norms becoming more normalized when it comes to clothing
5: yeah definitely i think especially with a lot of celebrities for example like harry Styles. A lot of celebrities nowadays are showing their more fluidity between uh, clothing genders, and I think even in stores and in high fashion now, which is great because if it starts in high fashion, it will eventually trickle down to right. bargain deals. So mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot more skirts on men or like more masculine, loose-fitting clothes on women, and I think I think for if from my understanding, and please correct me if I'm wrong because I'm never perfect, but. Um, there's been a lot more masculine-shaped clothing for women for a a few years, and it's becoming more normalized for them, and now we're just starting to make that corner with men and how men can wear skirts and men can have high-waist pants and flowy Mm. things and not super-fitted suits and straight lines.
1: Right.
2: What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
3: So, do you get if I see a guy in like a silky floral shirt, it's automatic weak in the knees. So, like, I'm just (laughs) it's so (laughs) true. I'm just wondering how can we like kind of introduce this to our like very like, oh, I'm a man sort of like partners? Because I, God, I've taken hunter shopping hunter shopping (laughs) and i'm like please please put on this like silky shirt but like he so what's something we can slowly introduce into their wardrobe
1: that's a great question because when i help got my friends guy friend got like husbands or boyfriends sort of wear stuff they are so reluctant to Mm -hmm. try these like tighter shorter european more feminine styles so i think that's like a that's a really good question
5: so for when it comes to the shirt wise if you want to Get your husband Hunter in a silky mm-hmm. floral shirt. I would say start with getting him used to the material and getting him yeah. to really like it. Because once he likes that silkiness, then he'll want to slowly buy more and more of this. And True. if you want him in that floral style, that's just like something that you can slowly introduce. Start introducing a few patterns, and then just one day hand him the floral shirt, and then he'll <laughs> the say, "Oh, shirt. it's a yeah. just it's a slow it's a slow hill." And then when it comes to shorts and trying to kind of get that more European style. Just slowly get the inseam just shorter every time. Just go up by an inch every time you buy a short. (laughs) And eventually they won't
3: notice. That's so funny. I love what you did on TikTok. Um, It's this classic white button-up that you kind of rolled the sleeves above your elbows and like kept it unbuttoned and then tucked into a high-waisted pant. I think that is like the modern-day Prince Eric sort of vibe Mm -hmm. that we all need to be reintroduced to our men love that description modern day prince eric wow. modern day prince eric and i
1: said <laughs> he's that actually watched... never seen the little mermaid though lawrence so. we watched it last night oh <laughs> oh wait yes. Why? you didn't yes. tell us this yes. wow. he had never
3: seen the little mermaid like, we watched really? it last night he loved it but anyways anyways i just love what you did to that and i encourage everyone to go over in your tiktok and actually see it
5: yeah so i Thank you very much for all that. I I love. I'm very much an advocate for the high-waisted pant for men. I think it's a very nice silhouette on us and we had it in the 1930s and 40s era and I really want to bring it back, especially with the flowy pant. I think that kind of A-line shape on a man is a really um strong silhouette to go for and I really really enjoy it. So I'm really hoping that that comes back because a lot of the times, especially as a guy, you have to shop in the women's section for that and obviously women's Mm pants aren't all built for men because of the crotch area and (laughs) so you have to kind of find just such a specific style and shape and i've been very fortunate enough to like find those
1: that's amazing that's so cool do you charge for your services hunter
5: right now no uh just because i think it's everyone deserves a right to be able to have a stylist and, and since my services my services aren't super in depth, I'm not taking so much time of my day that I need to be charged for it. I wow. think maybe in future endeavors if I did private consultations, I may charge a little bit, but yeah. because of everyone deserves like a right to look good, you know.
1: I love that about. See, I'm telling you guys, Gen Z saving the world. We just had takeout by Sid on, which I'm. I don't. Do you guys know each other? Because you were both in the Dazed fashion article that I read. Mm -hmm.
5: Um, Not uh, personally. I obviously also saw the Dazed article, and I was like, oh, incredible. So
1: yeah. No, that's good. But she charges, and I I guess, I don't know if it's something that you'd be, like, interested in doing. I'm sure you could, like, make money off of it. But obviously, that's, like, a full-on time commitment sort of thing. Um, That's so cool, though, that you, like, just give advice for free. That, like, warms my heart.
0: Hunter, um, where do you shop most?
5: Oh, this is a great question. I mostly shop at thrift stores and okay
0: so i thought that you might just looking at your tiktoks and then our last guest she was like not all like she's not she likes she likes but she wasn't like obsessed with thrifting but based on the items that i saw you getting i was like oh this guy's into it
5: yeah i'm a big i'm a big advocate for thrift shopping i think you can find amazing things for very cheap especially high-end stuff you just have to know the right places to look
0: mm-hmm.
5: well where are the right places well since I'm new here to L.A., I mean, obviously, there's always the good old Goodwill, but mm-hmm. I there's a, there's also Buffalo Exchange, and then there's this store in L.A. for all my L.A. people out here. Yeah, uh, It's called Second Street, if I'm not mistaken, and it's by the oh. Buffalo Exchange in uh, downtown Hollywood. I think it's in West Hollywood, and I love okay. it there because it ranges from, like, vintage Burberry- that is really beautiful and gorgeous for a lot of money, but reasonably pl- priced to right. a three dollars shirt. So it do re- they do a big
3: like dollar sales on Sundays or something? That's Buffalo Exchange. Oh, that's Buffalo that's, Exchange. That's, okay. I think on Sundays
1: they have like a huge pile and everything's a okay. dollar. Yeah. Okay, But you're saying this one's near that on the.
5: Brand, yeah, it's I yeah, guess. it's right on okay. the way. I'm pretty sure. Oh,
1: so cool! Oh, I, I never, never heard, heard of thing. Second my, Street. My Me best too.
0: thrift ever was that leather jacket. Okay, what was the? It's um, what's the brand?
3: Oh, what is it? No. Oh, it's Givenchy? No, no it's Balenciaga.
0: No, what the hell is it? It was that one that the Kardashians were wearing so much a couple years ago.
1: The one they thank you, on. Yeah. Balm- yeah. yeah.
0: Balm- okay, so it was originally $1,200 and I got it for 300 And it is the best piece in my closet. I mean, it's still expensive for thrifting. No, well, yes, of course, but- of <laughs> course. But the thing is,
1: any black real, it's genuine leather, right? Like any black leather jacket. Real vintage, brand new is going to cost you two fifty to three hundred. I think, but yeah. that's a piece you're going to have forever. That's going like, to become a part of you. Yeah. yeah,
5: exactly. That's
1: so cool, Hunter. What um, we asked Sid this, but what fall trends are you excited for, and what should we what should we be wearing in the fall now that September is upon us?
5: Uh, I love fall. I'm I'm a sucker for sweater weather. I'm just going to say it right now. But I think. I want to blend, for me this year going into fall, I want to try and blend more summer styles into fall because I feel like so often we blend winter styles into fall styles. So I think I want to keep a heavy flowiness to my stylistic choices. So like thicker fabrics but still have that flow of summer, if that makes sense, Mm. and still the autumn tones.
1: I love that. So you're so, for example, like a chunky knit sweater with a mini skirt. Is that what you mean? Okay, Yeah, things like that. Or like
5: a really heavy flowy skirt and a nice tight black top, for example.
1: Okay. Do you, um? so I don't know how to phrase this question. You are someone who just has a good eye, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's something that can be learned or do you think that that's something that you were just born with?
5: For me personally, I think it can be learned, but I know I was born with it. I've always been asked fashion advice ever since I was a little, little child. And I've grown on it because I've try- I've kept up with fashion. I've kept up with helping people pick out color choices and understanding color combinations. So I think it's definitely something that can be learned and kept up with, but I definitely had a natural born gift for it.
1: Did you grow up in an environment that you think fostered that gift, right? Like, were your parents creative? Did they have a lot of cool colors in the living room? Because I think that's also a big part of it, too. We saw a TikTok
3: of your mom's wardrobe.
5: Yes.
1: (gasps) Yes. I haven't seen that yet.
5: It's, that's, yeah. My mom is a style icon, and she would always have me be like, Hunter, does this shoe match this outfit? And I'm like, yeah, mom, I think you're good. But if you pair with that blouse, it'd be a little better. And my grandmother is also a huge inspiration for my fashion. She is a fashion icon and deity because wow. she, her, the way she sees color and make pulls an outfit together is quite incredible. And she, she'll be wearing the same thing five days in a row and no one will notice because no she styles we'll it so differently. Wow.
1: Well, you incredible. have to start sharing like videos and photos of that. I, I'm so glad you brought that up because I think growing up in South Florida for me, like, um, there's this term called grand millennial. And it's millennials that sort of lean into grandma fashion. Mm. So I've never called, heard this. Yeah. This so this grand, grand millennials, like, you know, your kitchen is very, like, rooster wallpaper or, like, you know what I mean, ducks and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um there's a part of me that really likes it and I think it's cuz I grew up in South Florida around a lot of like old people and we we didn't call them vintage shops. My mom would take me to consignment shops and stuff. So what are I guess what are your thoughts on like grand millennial and like people leaning into like this sort of grandma style or older style?
5: I personally love it. I also have a sister who does the exact same thing. She's oh, always leaning into that more older style older fashion sense, and so I've grown up with that around me and I think this like the style of back then is beautiful, and the silhouettes were so much more creative and mm-hmm. how fashion was even like the means of creating a gown or the means of creating a top were so much more in depth and in detail that I think appraising the fashion of those eras is really important and powerful to keep up because it was so like it's a timepiece almost you can't really yeah it's like everything had more
0: structure to it yes very true Mm -hmm.
1: it wasn't like 3d printed and for the masses (laughs) you know and sold like on a hanger at the
0: mall under fluorescent
1: lighting yeah Um, it looked
0: more like art visually at least to me Right.
1: What a, so let's say someone's listening and they don't really have a personal style and they don't really know where to start. What advice would you give them? Like how does someone then build a closet or start purchasing pieces that they can like call theirs and own?
5: I would say two things. One is save money to buy one piece that is a little more expensive than you're used to, but will last you for a long time. Like a leather bum- jacket. Exactly. Or versus buying five pieces of fast fashion that you'll wear once. Mm -hmm. And two, looking up to either anyone, really, but either a celebrity, a parental figure, or someone whose styles and silhouettes you enjoy, take Mm -hmm. that and slowly apply it into your own life and pull from many different styles and people and icons and ideas. Mm -hmm. Because then if you are slowly doing this, your wardrobe will slowly become an entire basically collection of beautiful articles of clothing that you have to choose from
1: right and that you can wear overnight yeah I feel like I uh, my dream closet is like Fran Drescher
3: meets Zoe Kravitz I just think the Kravitz (laughs) dress so cool so cool (laughs) and Cher obviously it's just hard (laughs) Um, when like your favorite style icon is like such a different body type as well so like you've got to adapt it yeah Um, I feel like that's where I struggle because I'm like I'm so into, like, the tight little tops and huge pants because, like, that's what looks good on my body. But I would love to wear, like, a whole fran dress or get up. I feel like you could. What are your
1: thoughts yeah, on that? Totally do, you think can, do you think anyone can pull off anything, Hunter? What are your thoughts on that?
5: Absolutely. I am very much an advocate for if you have the confidence, you can wear anything. Mm-hmm. Confidence is absolutely key in any outfit you wear, no matter what size you are. It just depends on your outlook on the world because if you love what you're what you're wearing, everyone else True. will love what you're wearing. Mm-hmm.
3: True. I love it. You, so we're... Go
5: ahead,
3: oh, I was just going to ask very quickly. We're huge musical theater people and we just wanted to hear a little bit about like your musical theater background and like what shows you've done and stuff. And what's your favorite? <laughs> and what's your favorite? Oh, okay.
5: <laughs> Great questions. I love talking about theater, so I'm very excited. <laughs> so I just... What? It was a week ago now. Yes. I finished a production of The Mad Ones. Oh. Um, and that was really exciting because it was my first, it was there, We didn't have an audience, but it's filmed. So cool. hopefully I will get that soon and I can send it out to people f- to see. Yeah. But it was my first in-person production in three years.
1: Oh my uh, God. Wow. Yeah. wow. That must have f- felt so
0: good. It
5: felt so good to be back on a stage and it was so exciting. My favorite Broadway show has to be bandstand.
0: Really? It was, I've, I've heard of it. I've never seen it.
5: Uh, I'm a sucker for the 1950s style in general, and I think the music is beautiful. Also, swing dancing is one of my favorite styles of dance that I do, and that's like a huge feature in it. So aesthetically, I just enjoyed the entire show. But I've been in theater since I was in the fifth grade, and I started just at my middle school, went into doing summer stock productions working as an usher in backstage and then doing their children's theater and then it evolved into me going to college and choosing it as a career so we're here now you know
1: yay well that's Amazing. so exciting um we're so excited for all your success and thank you for coming on and sharing all of this advice with us where can people find you on tiktok if they are seeking your fashion advice
5: you can find me on TikTok at hrt three six five. If you want to also find my Instagram, it's Hunter Tor eleven, and I have a link tree in my bio that leads to all my other social media accounts.
1: Amazing! Well, Hunter, thanks for joining us. Thank you and for
5: thank having you for me. Helping thank you. me. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Fashion, so lovely. Have a
5: great day. Thank you. You too. Bye bye.
1: Bye. Wow, I feel like I learned so much from this podcast, fashion wise. Yes.
0: That was that was fun. That was
1: really I loved fun. It. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Hopefully you um took something new away today.
2: <laughs> I'm sure um, you
3: just got a couple new people to get hooked on TikTok, possibly. Totally. Yes.
1: Yeah. I know fashion TikTok is um like I think a new community. Well, it's not a new community, but it's been going on and I think it's blowing up. So Um, yeah, a lot of people are turning to TikTok for fashion advice. So it is there. And thank you guys for joining us and follow, subscribe, share. We love you.
0: or simply search for the brain candy podcast on your podcast app I don't get it. Podcast.